the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll with your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian, is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian discuss current events from a biblical worldview, so we as believers can influence for good in our culture and in the public square. Here is Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Hello, Biblical Citizens. Today we want to remind people of some very important points made by a, an astute doctor, Dr. Jim Meehan, who has known about the corruption in the medical system for a long time and has been speaking out for a long time and doing something different with his practice besides just follow the CDC. Dr. Meehan was recently in the Epic Times warning against the dangers of instituting COVID injections yearly, saying it is not based in science, but it is merely the vested interest trying to guarantee a revenue stream for themselves. He was on our show over a year ago. What he said bears repeating, and we hope you enjoy it. Welcome today. Maybe some of you heard about the Health Freedom Conference in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that took place recently, April 16th and 17th, where the, um, there was an amazing array of speakers, including General Michael Flynn, attorneys Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood, Mike Lindell of My Pillow. Dr. Simone Gold of America's Frontline Doctors, and our guest today, Dr. Jim Meehan. He's a medical doctor and health freedom advocate in Tulsa, Oklahoma. You know, Brian and I weren't able to attend. We wanted to, but we watched some of the speeches online. And if you want to be informed and inspired, go online and watch some of this conference. There's going to be another health freedom conference June 16th through 19th in Tulsa, Oklahoma as well. So we are very honored to have Dr. Jim Meehan here with us today. And by the way, you can go to his website to find out more about his practice, about how to listen to the conference and attend the one coming up. The address is meanmd.com. That's meanmd, M-E-E-H-A-N-M-D.com. It's going to be a great program. Just a quick background. Dr. Mian grew up in Tulsa, but then he attended West Point Military Academy, came back to Oklahoma for med school, and from there became a top 10 ranked ophthalmology resident at the John Cochran VA Medical Center and a surgeon. But in his practice, and we're going to talk about this today, he began to recognize many people suffering from chronic diseases were mistreated or mismanaged or even made worse by a pill-for-every-ill medical model. That's an industry I used to work in, Big Pharma. He went back to school and studied more about functional and preventive medicine and now has a thriving practice helping treat and educate patients how to take control of their own health and strengthen their immune systems. Welcome, Dr. Meehan, and thanks for being with us today. Oh, it's so great to be with both of you. I just love to gather with brothers and sisters in Christ and and uh, try to speak some truth in this Orwellian dystopian nightmare we're living in right <laughs> now. Absolutely. Really you know, I was really impressed by your speech at the Health Freedom Conference. Your 
topic, one of them was uh, pointing out how wearing masks are hurting children. And we're just really fighting this here in California. We have a tyrannical governor, a lot worse than a lot of the states. Uh, He's keeping the masks on the kids. and, And you have this excellent resource on your website, 10 Top Reasons Why masks are not helpful and harmful and so we've been using that and so thank you for that uh just so tell us more what's going on in oklahoma because we mostly know what's going on in california of course so as far as masks and health freedom and the, you know all that yeah well just, i mean I, I think there's so many experiments on the human population during this pandemic that have to be addressed have to be you know countered because they are not based in science Masking healthy individuals of the population is one of those experiments that has absolutely no basis in science. And on my website, mehanmd.com, not only can you find the top 10 reasons why you shouldn't wear a mask, but there's an even larger, more comprehensive document where I have um, outlined all of the the high-level science that says why we should not wear masks, the 17 reasons or, or mechanisms through which masks can be harmful, and um, I've even uh, evaluated the science that the CDC and others are using to try to support their false narrative. But the bottom line is children are being harmed. Um, the, the population is being harmed by wearing masks. It's one of the worst things that you could possibly do in the midst of a pandemic of this nature. And I know that sounds contrary to what everyone is being told, but we have 100 years of science that say that not only do masks, are, are they incapable of inhibiting respiratory virus transmission, but they are well known for their harmful effects. And and what we are seeing is there's no benefit and the harmful effects are being ignored. So Uh, is it any freer in Oklahoma? I mean, are they, they don't, do they have a mask mandate? Uh, Yeah. When you go in a, when you go in a restaurant or a store in Tulsa, are you still required to wear a mask? Yes. So we have a we have a a little tyrant that's running our city that um, that mandated masks. And of course, what they're doing is they coerce businesses, they harass and threaten businesses to to enforce that policy. I will tell you that many Oklahomans are free minded, critical thinkers that are not complying. But one place that you they are it's children that are are having a difficult time, and their parents um, uh, the the superintendents of schools are little autocrats and bureaucrats that are forcing this unnecessary, harmful um, medical intervention on children, and you, they just can't get around it. I mean, um, we're getting ready to speak in Edmond, Oklahoma, where um, this this kind of dystopian situation is playing itself out, where uh, children are being abused by teachers that tape masks to their face. Oh, no. And uh, they're getting ra- yeah, rashes on their face. They're getting eczema. They're getting... They're getting more mouth infections. Teeth, yeah, that's a dental lot of that. decay, and all these things. You know, we heard about a, a an example in Arizona, a small little town, where the parents just went to the school board. They did not leave until the the, the school board decided to lift the... Mass mandate, and and I think they even replaced this. Yeah, the board. school board resigned, and they were replaced on the spot. Right on it's the hard, spot. It's harder to do in bigger <laughs> cities, but we wish they could. But I want to move on to another related topic, Doctor Mian, and that is mm-hmm. you and many others, America's frontline doctors, physicians for informed consent. You really are going against the official narrative of the corporate press, as you say, and the CDC. 
And you mentioned on your on your website about a treatment protocol, an early treatment protocol for COVID that is being used by your patients, I believe, nationwide. T- talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, we have found throughout this pandemic that there are some repurposed medications like hydroxychloroquine and especially now ivermectin is the, is the real game changer. Uh, it's probably one of the most powerful antivirals that we've ever found. Ivermectin is a um, 40-year-old antiparasitic drug. It treats parasites. We use it in children as young as six months of age for things like scabies, head lice, and intestinal parasites. It's, it's saved you know, millions of lives in the world over the last 40 years. But it's, um, it was also found to be very potent in inhibiting and blocking the SARS-CoV-2 virus from binding to the ACE2 receptor, to infecting cells. Um, it has been shown in, in 27 randomized controlled trials. We have tremendous science, Brian, that is showing that the ivermectin blocks the virus, decreases mortality by 76% um, when it's used in early and even late treatment of COVID-19. Now, let me compare that to what the FDA approved, a drug called remdesivir. It costs $3,200 for a five-day course of remdesivir. It's being used in most of our hospitals in the United States. Now, it doesn't reduce mortality at all. In fact, it's such a failed drug that the World Health Organization removed it as a recommendation because of its inability to decrease hospital time or reduce mortality. But it's, you know, it's funded by George Soros. It's Anthony Fauci has a conflict of interest. He's, he's receiving money from Gilead Pharmaceuticals. And that's where we find ourselves is we find that politics and money are, are ruling the roost in this, in this time in history um and, and i want to know when subverted. yeah when are these people that are costing lives they are i mean they're 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 you know people are dying because of them can be called crim- when are they going behavior? to be called to yep. account i want anthony fauci to be prosecuted yeah. i mean he's this is the million dollar question this is the billion dollar question we've lost you know um we've 90% of all the lives lost in the United States could have probably been saved yeah, if, if we would have been um, broadcasting from the public health pulpits the information about the critical importance of vitamin D levels, of, of vitamin C, zinc, quercetin, melatonin, baby aspirin to offset the the and, um, the coagulopathies, the clotting disorders that yeah. the virus causes, and ivermectin and, and hydroxychloroquine. These drugs are low-cost, very safe, safe enough to be over-the-counter in most countries of the world, safe enough to give to six-month-old children, ivermectin is, and, and it, it, it reduces infections by about 88% based on three highest-level of medical evidence meta-analyses conducted by Tess, Dr. Tess Lowry and Dr. Andrew Hill that says ivermectin is the most effective medication that we have for the treatment of COVID-19. And, and yet when you go to Google and you Google, Google anything about it, about American right. frontline doctors or whatever, they say, oh, they are misinforming people. They are. You can hardly giving, even get to know. the site, for example, to America's. I don't know if you've, I don't know if you've had that problem with me and com. I hope not. But if you try to go to America's frontline doctors.org, Google will put up dozens of negative articles before you can even probably dig out Try to try to get where so you're going to. So that's a crime too. That's really it a crime. Is. I mean, it, the censorship of Dr. Simone Gold's, 
you know, important voice, Dr. Pierre Corey's um, from America's uh, Frontline Critical Care Alliance, flccc.net is a great website to learn more about the benefits of ivermectin. These are, you know, there are, there are, literally tens of thousands of physicians and scientists all over the world that are trying to engage in this debate and we're being censored. I was kicked off Facebook and Twitter. Um, the censorship, the tools of the tyrants right now are censorship. And we are, we are in a, you know, a, a totalitarianism takeover in which the um, scientific debate is being silenced and the public is being deprived of important information. They're not. They're being deprived of op- options. And it's not a day goes by that I don't hear a patient hear from a patient that tells me, you know, they were they were symptomatic and diagnosed with COVID nineteen, and their doctor said, well, we have nothing for you. All you can do is go home and quarantine until you can't breathe, and then go to the hospital. And some people think that those doctors should be prosecuted for malpractice. I mean, because yeah, Except that's it is. What- that, that's Just, what your primary care doctor said, pretty much. Yeah, you know. Dr. Meehan, I think it's really interesting how you came to be an advocate for informed consent, which you really are, and I'm really impressed with that, uh, because that's under attack, and that you're, you know, you came to question the medical narrative pretty early on in your career, didn't you? Tell us about that. Yeah, well, I, early in my career, I was, a, I was a medical editor for a medical journal, so I would read medical research and evaluate it um, for its um, you know, possible contribution to scientific knowledge in, as published in our medical journals. And in that process, um, I had two, two journal articles that came to my desk, same time as kind of a God thing as I look back on it. Um, two completely separate, one from Italy, one from the west coast of the United States that were both associating retinal hemorrhages in young children that were strongly correlated and associated with vaccinations delivered to children. And I had seen, so this this bleeding in the back of children's eyes really? was uh, often associated or considered a cardinal sign for shaken baby syndrome or child abuse. I had, I had probably evaluated as a as a um, ophthalmology resident in the hospital, 24 some odd children, where they had this bleeding in the back of the eye. I would come down, dilate the child's eyes, evaluate that, and almost every time they would they would immediately assume that it was shaken baby syndrome, and the, the, you know um, DHS would be called in, the child would be removed from the parents, and yet I was questioning the parents. I was doing a physical exam on the child, I see no bruising, no um, tissue damage that would suggest that there was shaken baby syndrome. But these two journal articles were saying, we see a very strong correlation with that bleeding in the back of the child's eye with the 12-month battery of vaccinations that children receive. Um, characteristically in that is the MMR vaccine. And there was we, there was um, compelling science in both of these articles, independent institutions saying, you know, there's we think that this MMR vaccine may be causing a retinal vasculitis and a whole body vasculitis, in fact. And so I thought that was really compelling. It went, went against the medical teaching and the dogma for what causes this type of bleeding in the back of children's eyes. And I um, recommend them both for publication in the journal, and it was denied. Uh, both articles were denied, and that was the first time I'd ever had any of my journal articles denied for publication when they were so clearly compelling, important contribution to the scientific literature. So I went and met with the 
senior editor and I to, and asked to understand why they were not going to be published. And he said, Jim, you don't understand how the game is played. He said, if, if we were to publish this in our medical journal, um, we would you would be fired, I would be fired, you know, and, and I said, what, why? What is the purpose of that? And he said, because Merck is a ma- the makers of the MMR vaccine are a major donor to this university. And I just, I just sat back in my chair. I could not believe that that's how medical research is being conducted. And, and it's, that is how medical research and uh, the negative bias against any kind of studies that, you know, point some que- or question the pharmaceutical industry's drugs and vaccines. And, and it was just a, you know, it was a, an awakening moment for yeah, me. Yeah, that would have been an eye opener. That's, that's, could you just, be more clear? That's incredible. I mean, yeah, incre- yeah. very believe, I totally, ble- I used to work in big pharma for Eli Lilly and company. So I totally believe Long time it. ago. I, yeah, it's yep. been a while, but it hasn't, it hasn't changed that much probably. It's no, gotten, gotten got, a little worse. They've it's gotten, gotten a little, more, little more, little more brazen perhaps. More dominant but, over the CDC and the FDA yeah. and, and they're just was, captured. Was that kind of the right. turning point where you decided to I need to study some more about uh, maybe ways of taking care of patients besides or in addition to pharmaceuticals yeah I mean it, it definitely was it was a it was a it, that was the beginning it was a continuous process God sure. kept nudging me in this direction yeah. he kept you know I kept I was paid a lot of money to treat the end stages of disease to use a laser to treat a diabetic retina but nothing to prevent it you know and, and I went into medicine to you know, to prevent disease, to right. promote wellness. Yeah. And, and so I just, you know, I, I figured out that the whole system is set up to treat the end stages of disease, not to prevent it, because there's no money in prevention. You know, um, we're not yeah. reimbursed for preventing disease. Right. We're reimbursed to treat it with, you know, chemotherapy and expensive diagnostics and surgical procedures. And that's not serving the public interest. That's not what doctors should be doing. We should be focusing on prevention. So I, I just, you know, continued my studying. I've, I've trained in preventive medicine, functional medicine, integrative medicine, um, addiction. You know, I just love learning. And I've just continued to learn throughout my 20 years career and I've learned a better way, a way that isn't just a pill for every ill. That's wonderful. And I, I, I am a member of Physicians for Informed Consent, and the, the, the informed consent is just not there when it comes to vaccines. Mm-hmm. And I even, you even say on your website, when the doctor is a bully and threatening, something is definitely wrong because uh, didn't We're you getting s- threatened by employers. We're getting threatened by all sorts of people trying to coerce people into taking away their free choice of right, whether to get vaccinated little children or not. don't have a yeah. choice they're, yeah. they're, they can't go to school here in california and there's no exemptions even for uh religion or medical right. even and right the the, the heavy handedness of the medical establishment is just horrendous and well, they, i'm, you know, I'm it, against that <laughs> yeah we have just, to be everybody has got to rise against this kind of um coercion it's it's one of the most you mentioned informed consent and that was another you know eye-opening moment in my in my life was when my my grandson was born some uh, seven years ago and um, my daughter's still kind of groggy from the anesthesia after a c-section you know the nurse comes in and puts a clipboard in front of her front of her and says here sign this 
and uh, I happened to be there, and I, I, you know, I'm an expert in, in medical ethics, and uh, I, I used to teach that in medical school to the physician assistant program, hmm. and so I'm, I'm sitting here watching this. This is not what you do. You don't put a, a, a legal document in front of a, uh, you know, a patient that's still under the effects of anesthesia, and you say just sign it. You know, it's where's the information? What are we doing? And so I asked, what are you doing? What is this for? And she said it was for the hepatitis B vaccine. And I said, well, there's no indication for the hepatitis B vaccine. We knew all mothers are tested for hepatitis B. If they're not positive, then the child doesn't. There's no indication for the hepatitis B vaccine. So I said, well, we're, you know, we're not only are we not going to take that vaccine because there's no indication for it, but let me tell you what you're doing is not informed consent. That is not how we do this in medicine. And so I gave them a little um, course on informed consent, her and her supervisor, and, and it just made me really realize how insidious this is another form of coercion, you know, depriving um, thinking human beings of the risk benefit analysis, the Nuremberg Code of informed consent that we should all be adhering to. We should be told what are the risks, what are the benefits, um, what are the alternatives of this vaccination? Let's, you know, look at COVID-19 vaccines. How many of these people that are receiving the COVID-19 vaccine are being told that young people are dying, that the adverse event rate is higher than anything that we've ever seen before? How many people are truly being informed of the risks of this experimental vaccine that has been warp speeded into the human population and amounts to you know, a, a human experimentation, illegal, unethical human experimentation on the on the on the population, we are literally being turned into guinea pigs, and then we have this um, lack of transparency. I don't think the public has any idea how um, many people are being harmed by these vaccines. Right, and by censorship. the way, yeah. you can't you can't um, sue the manufacturers. Right, yeah. you can't collect on life insurance policies. If you die from a COVID nineteen vaccine, your life insurance will not pay for it because you received an experimental vaccine. Oh wow, I, I'm not sure people knew that. No, people people don't know yeah. the difference between emergency authorization and FDA approved or FDA cleared. They don't understand that difference. That, That's right. But, yeah. but so, what can people do to insist on informed consent? They, you know, I made a questionnaire out for my doctor. He didn't know the answers. I I asked him. You know, what are the risks versus the benefits? Of the and I gave him vaccine. plenty of right, time right. to prepare. He did not know. He didn't even know the death rate for COVID. But but you have a list of questions that you recommend that people ask, right? That's yeah, one thing I do. they can well, do. First and foremost, I, I think you have got to do your own research ahead of time because your doctors are very often got, not going to know the risks. They they are so indoctrinated. In medical school, we we receive you know about two hours of vaccine instruction. Really, and, that, and that two hours is really and the testing that goes on afterwards. You know, it's we're all just studying for the test. Um, and that it's all about memorizing the CDC vaccination schedule. It's not about, you know, the adjuvants, the aluminum that's in the vaccines, the, the various ingredients and preservatives. It's, nobody tells you about the aborted fetal cell lines that are used as a manufacturing substrate for many of the childhood vaccines. You don't learn any of that in medical school. And I have debated um, pediatricians in New York and all over the country um, and I have found that they are, are negligently ignorant of the ingredients and the risks of the vaccinations that they're providing. Well, Same there thing you with have the it. masks. You know, yeah. it's just like 
They don't know the science. They have it. They have lazily disregarded doing their own research. They're simply, you know, um, following the pharmaceutical marketing brochures as their primary source of information. And and when we allow, you know, an industry that is as big and powerful and nefarious that has quite honestly manipulated. Um, preclinical trials to put dangerous drugs onto the market like Merck's Vioxx so many years ago that that killed you know um, a half million people or excuse me killed about 120,000 people injured another half right. million more Dr. Meehan I'm sorry but we could go on for so long but I hear <laughs> that music playing that means that means we're yeah Kathleen's going to close us out here thank <laughs> you so much it's been wonderful really yeah. go to meandmd.com you'll re- review that right well, yeah, as we've heard today, we do not need if artificial, experimental, dangerous injections. We don't need the, to be bullied, and we need informed consent. We need to take care of our own bodies, as Dr. Mian has told us, uh, and, and do our own research. Uh, I just want to say, are you still there, Dr. Mian? I want to say goodbye. Thank you for yeah. being with us. Yes. Oh, it's a blessing. Thank you for what you do. Well, you too. So to bless your neighbor this week, really question blind faith in the medical establishment. You've heard today some of the corruption. There are successful early treatments for COVID and other viral illnesses. Perhaps there are natural solutions to your autoimmune or chronic diseases instead of synthetic pharmaceuticals. Do research and take advantage of knowledge from doctors like Dr. Jim Meehan, who we've really been blessed by today. Join the health freedom movement. Watch online the conference or go to Tulsa, Oklahoma, June 16th. Once again, the website is meandmd.com. Till next time. Bye-bye. Join us next Saturday at noon for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Your hosts, Brian and Kathleen Melanakis, seek to educate and activate Christians at a grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover another major news happening from the view of the biblical citizen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.